And we are live right here. Welcome into Windale Sports. It's the NFL Draft Cast. We are coming in hot because we're coming in a little late. Uh, we got a, a fantastic show lined up. Everybody asks, what is this NFL Draft Cast? What is it? Well, I'm going to tell you something right now. If you're tuning in, if you're not tuning in, you should be tuning in because I, I listen, I just went on the on the Twitter line, okay? And what I heard was people talking about A1 steak sauce, people talking about you know, what's their favorite fish? But right now what we're doing here is we're talking. Why am I echoing? You hear that? I hear it, Tony. I don't know why you are echoing, but you're all talking about fish, echoing? so I don't really know what's going on right now. Yeah, man. I know why. Because I scheduled a tweet, and I had the link up, and I had the YouTube page up. There so we, we were kind of going back and forth. But let's start this over. As always, NFL DraftCast, WindowSports.com. No big deal. This is Jigsaw. You got Glock. You got Jay. And we got a special VIP guest who we're going to get to real fast. But like I said, if you were on a timeline, people are talking about all kinds of crazy shit right here. We draft four lineups, four, not one, not two, not three, four. And one of them is bound to hit every single week. You could take a little bit from each lineup. You could take the winning line, whatever you want. But this is for the main slate on DraftCast. But, Jay, let's talk about who is a special VIP guest uh, that doesn't like Kenny Gainwell too much. Go explain to him. I don't know about Kenny Gainwell, but um, guys on the Eagles aren't that good anyway. So we got Frank Amarante. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, he it. serves as the, the senior sports writer over at thegameday.com. I was checking in with my guy, Scott Engel, and he says, you got to get Frank on the show. So here we are. Um, and I think the reason why Frank's really here is Scott took a beating when he came on the show. I think he finished in fourth place. He got beat down terribly, drafted terribly. He is the king, but uh, he got a beat down from all of us here at Wind Daily. So, Frank, you got to like get some credit back for the guys at game day. So, welcome to the show, man. I hope you're ready to kick it with us. Um, I see in your Twitter bio that you're from Toronto, so I'm assuming you're a Canadian. Uh, mm -hmm. We got some Canadians on our team, so I'm glad to have you here. So, I'm assuming you grew up in Canada and you're, you're still living out there or in the States now where you're at. Yeah, so first of all, thanks for having me on the show. It's a pleasure. I got to I gotta bring my in-game to step up uh, for what happened with Scott, but, uh, you know, we'll get into that. But, yeah, I grew up in Toronto, still live around uh, relatively close. I'm now in London, Ontario, Canadian my whole life, always living there, but a huge football fan, uh, you know, got into content creation, you know, a few years ago now, maybe it's four or five, and uh, it's been it's been a fun ride, and we got to keep it going, and Always exciting as we get closer to Sunday and on to a new week in the NFL season. Yeah, it got cold here in New York. So I got the hoodie on. You got the sweater on. So I'm assuming it's cold yeah. up in Toronto right now. It's um, actually not bad for the month, but sorry to cut you off. Yeah. No, it's all good, man. It dropped to 40 down here. So um, is football your favorite sport? You know, most Canadians that I know, hockey's their number one. But is it football? Is it hockey? Is it a different sport? And uh, what team, what NFL team do you pledge allegiance to, you know, being up there from Canada? All right. So when I was a kid, I was more into hockey. But then as I got older into high school, I started becoming huge into the NFL. And I became a, well, Skins, but now Commanders fan. Uh, sucks to see them uh, blow it up. Well, you know, they got picks, but like getting rid of Chase Young for a third, I didn't really like that too much this uh, past week. But hey, they gotta they gotta tear it down and start afresh. Uh, it's too much. They were they're on the treadmill too much. Is like in no man's land as that mediocre team that uh, peaks at nine wins. But uh, hey, we'll see how it goes. I, at least it, there's new ownership, so we turn a, a new leaf in that regard. 
Yeah, you got uh, two Eagles fans over here with Dave and Tony, so I'm sure they're going to take it take it easy to you. Um, I asked everybody, before we get into this draft cast, man, each week's been changing so much. We thought the Niners were dominant. Maybe they still are, maybe they're not. But if you had to make a pick right now, NFC, AFC, who meets in the Super Bowl and who takes it down? <clears throat> I'm going to have to go, you know, I'm sticking with the 49ers. I know they've hit a they've hit a wall. But I love how they traded for Chase Young. That's going to help out the defense a lot coming off the bye. Like we saw last year, they were three and four at one point. Then they traded to, they traded for Christian McCaffrey and went on a crazy run. And I think they're still an elite team despite their recent struggles. So I'll pick them out of the NFC. And uh, for the AFC, I'm going to go with my preseason bold prediction of the Miami Dolphins. I have a futures on them, uh, 50 to 1. Uh, you know, I did that early, like before the NFL draft, before free agency. So I, I can't back off that now, despite the fact that, you know, it's concerning that every time they face a contender, they seem to fall flat against your Eagles, against the Bills early in the year. We'll see what happens against the Chiefs this week. They got to, you know, they got to address those concerns of uh, how they've struggled against the heavy hitters. Well, Frank, we're going to get into this first. We're going to bring Dave back to the forefront here. He's going to tell us uh, how Jimmy got beat down. Uh, supposedly, Jimmy thinks he finished in first place, but Dave, he obviously did not beat me and you uh, last week, did he? Well, I mean, if you combine our scores, he did not. But unfortunately, <laughs> we, can, we can't combine them. I got to give Jimmy a ton of credit for, one, helping out, filling in. But two, great picks last week. The Gus bus ran wild, took all my touchdowns from Lamar Jackson. So that was pretty much the difference maker. But let me just be honest. He also picked like eight Bengals and it was one week that his team finally showed up for him. So, you know, I, there was a little hometown edge there, but I give him a lot of credit. They did a great job. Winner, winner, chicken dinner, Jimmy Wagner. But with that said, we're rolling into a new week. Frank, I love hearing you talk about Washington because you're right. The trades probably weren't <laughs> your favorite, but you got to potential quarterback in tow right that's the big thing looking at Sam Howe uh, you got to be at least a little excited at how he looks so far this season yeah absolutely and what I love is the coaching staff has let him air it out they haven't like kept the training wheels on him made him hand it off like 30 times a game like Arthur Smith does with his quarterbacks yeah so at least you got to let them lose see what you have and and uh, Sam Howe you know he's taken a lot of sacks held the ball on a bit too long at times but at least he's shown flashes and that gives you some um, hype as a fan, for sure. Especially how much, how how bad quarterbacks been for the Commanders lately. Right, and the reason I'm I'm asking this is to hopefully juice it up so you pick him uh, coming up here. But uh, with that, <laughs> uh, we're gonna move on. You know the rules. Yes, last week again the audience coming through big. Uh, I'm second, Jason third, and we beat the guest last week too. We we've only had one guest winner so far, and now one audience winner really spread out. I'm looking for my third. I don't know. We're going to have to see as we get into this week. But with the audience going one, this is how I'm going to do it. I'm going to let our guests choose where you want to pick in this draft. One through four, it's open. It's a wheel draft, snake draft, however you want to say it. So, Frank, it's on you where you'd like to pick. You know what? Let's give give me four so I could double dip. Uh, I'll wait it out, see how you guys are doing, you know, use the strategy like that, and then – Maybe you go cheap early. Maybe me. I want to see what you guys do. So I'm going to bide my time with that move. I like it. And okay. Sam, how we'll be there at four. So that's perfect. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I'll go my pick. You know, I'm going to sit in the two hole. I'm going to, I'm going to be Trey Turner tonight. I'll, I'll stick to two and uh, hopefully 
you know, be able to pick one of the guys I like and hopefully the first guy. Jason, you're up. Do you want that number one pick? Is Trey Turner 0, 0 for 4, 2Ks? Is that what you're planning no, on the, tonight? No, the, the 466 playoff hitter. No. Oh, okay. The first yeah, two-round yeah. guy. Not the, yeah, not yeah. the <laughs> yeah, not that round. Okay, I got you. Um, I'm scared the guy I really wants going to be off the board. It typically doesn't work out for me when I go number one, but put me in the number one hole. Uh, you can put Alvin Kamara's name just right next to it. Lock him up so nobody else can take him. I was going to go three, but I figured one of you two guys would take him. You know, I would have taken two, him. So, I would have yeah, taken yeah, him yeah. number one. It's not too many good picks out there this week. So let me lock in Kamara before we move ahead. Um, get the stove started on the right hand. So, yeah, that's all the right. reason why I'm going one. All right. Let me bring this up. Make sure we got our – where is our little overlay? There you go. Thank you. you. And then I'll jump in. So it is Alvin Kamara going number one. Man, he's been he's been special. I'll give you that. 8,100. That salary keeps creeping up. But uh, really good pick. There's a lot out there this week, and I was big on this guy last week, and I, I for some, I don't know, unknown reason, he got one carry in the second half. Uh, 94 yards in the first half, one carry in the second half. The idiot Shane Steichen has got to get it right this week. Give me Jonathan Taylor. The salary is still good, and I just got to believe Carolina is so bad that they got to, you know, really feed Taylor this week. So give me JT. Man, I'll tell you what. Already off the board, two dudes that I'm looking <laughs> again. I, I, I was out last week and I come back in this week, and now you guys are already hitting me hard, man. So, um, interesting, interesting, interesting. Well, look, I'm not gonna do, I'm not gonna pull any punches, man. Like, I, I'm not, I'm just gonna take for my money the best player in the NFL right now. Yes, I said it, and I'm going to be a homeboy. Give me AJ Brown. Brown. I don't care <laughs> how much the number creeps up, it's in Philly, it's against Dallas. Uh, you know. It's going to be a bombshell. There's no defense in this game. I'll tell you that right. There's going to be no defense in this game. Um, you know, it's going to be something like 38-34. So, uh, give me AJ. That catch was amazing just to cut everybody wow. off. That was probably one of the better catches I've seen in quite some time, man. I don't know how he got his foot down. I don't know how he caught the ball. It was, it was just shocking to me. It was a really good catch, man. Really, really, really good catch. And I had him in my lineup, so I was extremely happy. I had both him and CD in the lineup together. I only made one lineup with Jalen. I had a pretty good start last week. All right, All right, all right. So for my pick, I'm going to go with – he's a bit expensive, but I'm going to go Saquon Barkley. Uh, That Raider defense been getting gashed on the ground. They got killed by Jameer Gibbs last Monday. They got torn up by Deontay Foreman the previous week. Saquon had 36 carries and five targets last week. He's just been a workhorse. Daniel Jones is back, which gives, you know, at least – some semblance of offense for the Giants. Uh, and, you know, I, I'm, you know, most teams are going to go with Camara because it's a similar price. So perhaps Barkley's ownership won't be uh, as high as usual, but we'll see. But let's lock in Saquon. And you want me to jump into the next pick or we're going to, yeah, I could go right away. Yep. Yeah, go for it. Uh, let's, this one, I'm going to go a little. A guy that people have, you know, we've soured on a little bit in the sense that, you know, he had that headache and had one touch or whatever it was. And then last week he had sort of a floor week, and that's Bijan Robinson. For one, they're benching Desmond Ritter. That leaves me hopeful about this offense with Taylor Heineke. Could help them out. And I like his price, really, uh, for what he can do and for what his his ceiling is. He's only at, uh, what is it, 6,100, which I think is – like it, it makes sense because he had a few down weeks, but we know what he can do. And I think 
If he could against the Vikings, it's the right spot. Let's go, Bijan. I like it. I'm waking. I'm waiting for that Bijan breakout, and it should be there. But they decided to use the seventh pick in the draft and hardly give him the ball. Maybe that changes yeah. this week. Arthur Smith is way out of it. He's oh, the man. worst. He's the worst. They might, have, they might have learned from the Lions, give the young kid the ball. You yeah. know, maybe he does something. Gibbs had a monster game. So Saquon was actually on my 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 team too. So good pickup on Saquon. I like that move. He's getting all the touches. They got to do something on his offense. Good matchup. So good play from him. I agree. And right before we get to you, Tony, I just want to – Jimmy, you know, because you're here, you didn't play that lineup last week, bro? I think cash oh. everywhere, cash games, GPPs. Oh man! But you still might get a free hat out of Jason. So just hang. Yeah, tight. get a free hat, Jim. I'll send it your oh. way soon. Don't worry. Yeah. All right. Free so. hat. Free hat. See, he's all he's all hatted up. Oh, <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right. So let, let's get a little interesting, right? So looking at everything, it, it to me we're already running back is trash. So I could do that later. You know what? I, I'm gonna ride who I want, and I, I'm gonna give me Derek Carr. Give me, I'm going oh quarterback God. early, oh, 5700. Took, my, took um, my quarterback. Uh, hey man, look, I had, I, I want, I was starting off with Carr and Kamara. You took Kamara, so screw it. I'm gonna take your car. Um, listen, <laughs> they're starting to air it out, man. I know Chicago's at Chicago's got one defensive player on their team, one defensive player, one corner, and that's it. They can't cover everybody, so give me Derek Carr. All right, I like it. Yeah, they are really starting to, you know, and you know, it's funny watching Jimmy G struggle so bad with the Raiders. The first thing you think is Derek Carr. I know and how bad Josh McDaniels is as a head coach in this awful, thing. awful. Um, I, you know, I used this guy last week, and I got I got to get into the value bin again. He was okay, wasn't great, but I think the matchup's even better this week with against Washington. No pun intended, Frank, but they can't stop any receivers. Give me Demario Douglas. Ah, yeah, I, hate I you was guys, looking bro. at it. I wanted him. He was one. Yeah, of my... he's getting the targets, right? He's getting. I mean, yeah. three weeks in a row with 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 high volume, high snap count. So, hopefully, he gets a uh, double digits this week. And for that that salary, it would be good. Yeah, Love you it. guys taking all my plays, man. I like that call too. Ah, shit, man. Yeah, I had you guys have my entire roster already mapped out, so it's gonna be <laughs> tough. I already got. I didn't pivot. look at your cheat sheet, by the way. So. Yeah, they're all on the cheat sheet. They all are on the cheat sheet. The, the cheat sheet's out. I gotta stop releasing it. I gotta start releasing it on Thursday. <laughs> Derek Carr is up there. They're all up there. Um, I'm gonna stay with my first pick. Stay in that New England game. It's only fitting that we just you know bludgeon Frank's team here. Um, Ramondre Stevenson. Not a great play, but a good value at 5,400. Good matchup on the board as well. So I'll go Stevenson first. And then with my second pick, I will go with – this is kind of scary. I don't know if I want to do it. No, I'll hold off on that pick. Give me uh, – give me the Giants defense at 2,300. Um Vegas in trouble, man. I don't think anybody's going to want to play for this team for much longer. They could bounce back with the new coach, but 2,300, need value on the slate. Um, give me the Giants, dude. <laughs> all right, all right. Going D early. We've seen that work out at times, get the value in. Um, I'm going to go out west. I mean, it's he's facing a tough matchup. I get it. But um, new quarterback coming in. I think same volume is going to be there. Trey McBride has just been, you know, a breakout. Obviously, last week was all in garbage time. So I'm banking on some more garbage time this week. 
But McBride at 3,700, even against one of the better defenses against the tight end, I still like it. So I'll go McBride. Interesting. Interesting. He paid me out nicely last week. I had McBride. Man, look. My my main lineup was McBride, A.J. Brown, C.D. Lamb, um, Jalen Hurts. I had Douglas, too. The team just kept on moving, man. So this is to you, Tone. Do you pay down a QB this week? I mean, you went car. A lot of big names, you're going to have to pay up to get Hurts. And you think it's a high-scoring game. Some don't. Are you more in that boat this week? Oh, 100%, man. Listen, you just got to know the story of the Dallas and Philadelphia games. Listen, just like everybody didn't think Washington and and Philly was going to be two high-scoring games, right? And they both were. I mean, did did anybody think? Listen, here's the thing. Everybody on it, and Dave knows this. We got a problem, man. We got we got exposed in the secondary Thank last you. week. Yeah. Right. So so we, we we need to fit, and I don't think it's going to get fixed in one week. And, and Dallas is coming in with some energy. So I think there's going to be a lot of a, a lot of big. And we're on by. Right? That's where I went, man. What's up? We're on by after this, right? I, yeah. We yeah, exactly. So yep. you know you get it fixed after. You're right. You're not going to fix now, but no. yeah. No, because you just bring you just brought in Kevin Byard. You know you're not you're not going to he's not going to have all the calls yet, right? So. It's it's tough. I, and Dave, I will say this real fast. I don't want to get long-winded, but I think you'll agree with this. I think people, whether you're from Philly or not Philly, from Philly, you know, losing Avante Maddox was such a big deal, man. Like, if you didn't realize how important he was to this team, you're seeing it now because once he goes away, Dave, it, it's wide open out there in a secondary. I agree. And on the flip side with Hurts, let's just roll off a few quarterbacks that Dallas has played this year. Danny Dimes, Zach Wilson, Josh Dobbs, Matt Jones, Brock Purdy, Matt Stafford. The best one was Justin Herbert, who we can all say is a little questionable at times. I wouldn't fade Hurts just because Dallas hasn't seen a great passing game yet. So, yeah, the only thing I would be, only thing I, I'm afraid of the knee. I, I, I'm yeah, afraid, true. You know, maybe, maybe they, you know, with the bye week, but, but look, make it easy right now. Jimmy, here's your answer. Give me CD Lamb. Um, I went into this. I'm going big, big name wide receiver on both sides of the ball. Um, I re- I'm really feeling points in this game. All right, all right. A lot on the line there, Frank. Let me ask you. I mean, you haven't picked your quarterback yet, but are you seeing value more in the lower ranges this week? Yes, that's my plan here. Uh, I'm. I see some value in the lower range. Uh, you know, if I would have got to Mario. Uh, Demario Douglas, right? Yeah, Demario Douglas. I would have got him. Hey, I would have tried and put in Mac Jones. The Commanders' defense just got a lot weaker by trading Chase Young and Montez Sweat. And I know it's ugly, but he's only what forty nine hundred, and he's got two twenty point fantasy games under his belt this season. So it allows me to pay up at running back like I did with uh, Barkley and Bijan. And if it's a regular lineup, you know, maybe I'd go even more expensive, like put in Kamara. Instead of Bijan, it just really saves some money, gives you some cap relief. That's my plan. Uh, that was my plan coming in. Uh, but I could, I'm going to go right with my pick here. And hearing you guys talk about that Philly and, and uh, Dallas game being high score, I need some exposure to it. But I want someone who's not too expensive. And that's uh, Jake Ferguson yeah. at tight end. Yeah. You know, you look at uh, what Philly's a little bit vulnerable against tight ends. Uh, they rank around t- tied for 21st in fantasy points allowed to the position. Ferguson put up uh, over 40 yards in a touchdown last week. I could see him finding the end zone again, especially if it turns to a shootout, especially against Philly's run defense, which is very good. 
uh, and forces teams into the air, which we could see, especially with also, I keep saying especially. Uh, Tony Pollard has struggled, so we could see Dak continue to air it out. Uh, as for my second pick, I want to save some money again. I'm going to go out on the defense. I'm going to go with the Patriots defense. I mentioned Sam Howell takes so many sacks, and we could see that happen here. I'll bank on that, some, some sacks, maybe a couple turnovers. They're a cheap price, and uh, it'll allow me to pay up later at receiver. I like it. Good picks. I, and especially Jake Ferguson, not only this year, but the Eagles theory of not really paying for linebackers, tight ends always have good games against the Eagles. So, Tony, you're up. Yeah, they really do. They really do. I, lo I like that because, listen, I came into this, and just like Frank was saying, I, I thought I was getting Kamara, right? So I, I wanted to get Kamara, pay up the 8,100, drop it to Derek Carr, get two guys, lower value, which is all good. So I just parlayed that in a CD lamb. Not a big deal. Now I'll go value. I'll go value because I know Dave's so entrenched with the Mario Douglas. Everybody wants to jump on a Douglas wagon, and, and they want to ride his Johnson all week. But I'm going to go. And I'm going to go Mike Gizeki because to me, if you want to talk about value on tight end, PSU, who we are, right, is going to be Mike Gizeki. I think he gets the volume um, in this game. And for 2,600, I think he's a great value at tight end. All right. He is. And there's a lot of people talking in the uh, chat about Gizeki. Let me see if they're spelling it right. Yeah, they got me there. All right, 2,600, nice pick. All right, tight ends looking like a, uh, a value position this week. Um I think it's about time I, I step out of the value range for a little bit here. And I'm just going to trust my gut. This is more um, me just understanding what I saw Monday night. And it's got to be a Devontae Adams day. It just has to be Aiden O'Connell. They're just going to tell him, look, dude, just make this guy happy. Just I don't care what you do. Throw it to him 35 times in a row. Um, you know, I want a job next year. So I think that's what the Raiders are going to do. I think Adams finally breaks out. And we all know. The Giants are just not very good at defense. They're not very good in several areas, but defense is definitely one of them. Give me Devontae this week. All right. Uh, going against my Giants. I see what you're doing there. Give me – let me go with Chris Olave. I really like the Derek Carr situation. I think New Orleans has a, a nice matchup in the Dome versus the 30th-ranked defense and the Bears, who really aren't that good. And then on top of that, quarterback is really weak here. Uh, I don't know where I want to go. This is a scary pick, but I'll go Dak, man. I had him in some lineups last week. Uh, played well. I don't like the play at all. I'm not in love with it. It's the only way to get really exposure to it at this point with you guys kind of nabbing everybody else. So give me Dak. I'm expecting mediocre. I'm not going all in on him in tournaments. I'd rather have Derek Carr. I'd rather have Jalen Hurts. Uh, but I can't really pay off a Jalen. And, Tone, do you think – and, Dave, you guys been – you know, you guys in Philly. How injured do you think Jalen is? Do you think – I see him hobbling. I see him with the brace on. Do you think he's really hurt, kind of yeah. hurt, or just like yeah. a little yes. bit? He left really the press hurt. conference today when asked a question about a knee. Got Ooh. pissed off and left. And that's not usually him. No. Um, I think he's uh, 70%. He, he, came, he came into the season hurt. That was that was the reason why the offense was struggling a little bit, and that's why some of his stuff was all he he came in hurt. It was just under the radar; nobody really talked about it. So that's why you really didn't see him run that much either. Yeah, agreed. But it's gonna be a fun game regardless, and we'll and we'll see if he can pull out his best uh, magic trick. Because in the end, 
I, I was telling my kids last week too, you know, Patrick Mahomes looked bad, right? But he decided to play. It's not a flu thing. Like you decide to play, Hurts decides to play. If he looks bad, I, I'm not making excuses. So um, with that said, I'm going to move on to my other running back. And we talked about the Eagles a little bit. This Eagle or former Eagle, I'm not even sure he has a job anymore. And that's Miles Sanders. So I'm going with Chubba Hubbard. Here in the Indianapolis game, 5K. If things go, you know, according to plan here, I think we got a good chance for uh, Hubbard to have a big game at only 5K. So that's over to you, Tony. No, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, 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 uh, I'm, I'm reading comments. All right, uh, let's see. Where do I want to go here? Uh, you know, since they, uh, since Jay took my Olave pick, so I can't grab him now. So he got me back, but that's okay. Um, I'm gonna go value here, man. I'm I'm gonna go Zach Charbonnet. Um, I like I like this game script. I like what he did last week. The last two weeks, he's been getting more and more involved. Actually, out snap counted Kenneth Walker last week. So, uh, very very interesting to me. I really think they're trying to do that whole kind of get that Kamara Mark Ingram kind of system out there. And it looks like he's getting a lot of you know he got three targets, but he caught all three of them. So, um, give me give me Charbonnet. I like that at 4300. Yeah, and he's cheap. Cool. All right, I'll get it right. All right, Frank, over to you, bud. All right. So this one I wanna I wanna go after this game later. Hopefully you don't steal these players from me. Looks like only one of you need a quarterback, so I should be good in that <laughs> in that end. But uh we'll start with Josh Downs, receiver on the Colts. He's shown rapport with Gardner Minshew ever since Minshew's been forced to take over. You know, they don't pass at a high rate, but higher rate than they would have with Anthony Richardson. They play at a fast pace. Those games could – we've seen them turn into shootouts the last two weeks, the Colts, that is, against the Browns and against the Saints last week. And uh, they have, I believe, the Colts and Panthers have the third highest total on the slate, which sounds a little surprising, but just highlights how many uh, low-scoring totals there are this week. So we're going to go downs as my first pick. What is he there, 5.2? Yep. And as for my other – I got I think I got a decent amount of money left. What 23 it looks like. Uh yep. yep. You know what? Let's go. Uh Devonta Smith. Uh he had a nice game against the commanders last week. I know it's been the AJ Brown show, but he's too talented a receiver not to, you know, start having these spike weeks. Gives me some a little correlation in that game with Jake Ferguson if it goes off. Uh this should be my last pay-up player, and I'll have to uh, save some money the rest of the draft. I like it. We've been talking about a Devontae Smith breakout, and I, I thought it was going to happen last week. I still say it did, but he didn't outperform A.J. Brown. But you're right. You know, one of these weeks, and it could be this one. Plus, I think against the Cowboys last week in Dallas, I mean last year, he had a big game. I know that was against yeah. Gardner Minshew. We can't put too much stock into it, but, hey, it's against the same defense. That makes me feel a bit encouraged as well. Love it. Doing the research. All right, Tone, over to you. I'm going to take an old value pick, man. Uh, you know, listen, I, I really like this guy. I think he's going under the radar. And uh, I think people are making him out to be a big guy, but like a big play guy. And he's not. Listen, I, I'll, I'll tell you this real quick. Give you some stats. And Derek Carr, um, when we talk about Derek Carr, man, when he locks in on somebody, Nelson Aguilar, Ty Will, Tyrell Williams, Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller, you name it. Give me some, give me some Rashid, man. Like here, here's the thing, right? Rahi Sharid. Here's the thing. You look at it. 
And everybody says, oh, you had three catches last week for 153 yards. I understand that. But if you look at 14 targets the, the following the previous two weeks before, he's getting it. And here's the thing. Michael Thomas, questionable, little bit of a hamstring issue. He's a little older. You never know. And it's against the Bears. So give me Rashid Shahid. Like it. I like it. I mean, it's just a home run waiting to happen. Um, Shahid is definitely a, a big threat and good to pair with Carr. All right, I'm going to go a little value here on defense. I really don't know what's happening with the Rams, um, but watching them get pretty much, you know, annihilated by the Cowboys last week and Brett ripping on the, you know, potential starting um, block. Maybe Stafford plays, maybe he doesn't, but I'll take the Packers D here. I think they can, if ripping plays, it's great. It's under 3K, which is where I like to be with defenses. So give me the Packers here uh, and plus their home. That's what I kind of like about it, too. Good call there. Um, just so you guys know, Nathan Ivaldi struck out the last two guys as he got to 97 pitches, hits my over prop. tape prop. Yeah, hit oh, my last yeah, nice. prop. It, look, it looked really bad going into that hitting. He had like 90 pitches, but he struck out the last two guys, got over four and a half. So tie ball game through six, zero, zero. Uh, let's see if the Rangers can hold on here. Uh, I didn't bet the game, but – Back to drafting here. Kind of got like an odd little mini stack going, so I'll continue it um, with Terry McLaurin. Uh, I think this Washington-New England game could actually pan out. And I'm also going to go – look, I, I get bit by this injury stuff all the time, but let's hope Logan Thomas is actually healthy. He didn't practice much today. Hopefully it's just precautionary. Eight targets last week. Um He's getting peppered with targets in games that are a little bit more high scoring, and hopefully this game stays high scoring here against New England. So give me Terry and Logan Thomas, kind of sneaky stack, Washington, New England. Uh, hopefully it goes, you know, like I said, we have a lot of shitty games on the slate. A lot of the good games are, you know, flexed out. Um, we got the Miami-Kansas City game as well. So low scoring. I think this one can kind of go a little bit higher scoring. It's 40.5. It should be a tight game. Weather looks okay right now, so give me these two Washington commanders. You going Jahan Dotson too? Uh, I, I could have fit him in too, alive. but uh, I can't can't go there. I was thinking I missed, maybe Dotson, but I went Terry. Terry. I went Terry and Thomas. Oh, Logan Thomas. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Got it. Cool. It was All nice right. to see Dotson get going finally. He's been he he had been like dead silent all year. Yeah. Yeah, he has. Oh, man, it, it is ugly this week, isn't it, guys, in, in the quarterback realm? Um, so I'm just going to I'm gonna start to narrow down who I want. I'm not, he had his worst week of the season, but it's not going to happen two weeks in a row. Give me Nico Collins. Yeah, like that a lot. It's one of my a last big, guys left to pick. <laughs> yeah, big week, Tampa on the slate. Uh, they've been letting up some good games to receivers, so I think it's a good bounce back week for Houston in general. I like it. I like Nico. Sticks a smiling somewhere. Um, I'm going to go running back here. Uh, you know, nobody took him. Uh, there's only one guy. There's only one guy, you know, besides Evan Kamara. Okay, the next guy in line that has the second most catches in the last three weeks, the second most yards in the last three weeks. Give me Rashad White. He's finally starting to be that guy that I predicted in the offseason. Baker Mayfield is going to keep throwing to the flat, throwing to the flat. And that's what he's doing. Uh, 17 targets for and, and 16 catches, man. His target to catch ratio over 95%. Um, I don't need a touchdown for him to be 
good. So give me Rashad White. All right. I like, yeah, he was good last week. Last oh. two weeks. Yeah, two weeks, right? Dude, I spelled that name wrong. All right, Frank, over to you. <laughs> all right, all right. So let's go at quarterback. I'm going to go with Bryce Young. Okay. Uh, he had a he had a pretty good game last week. Completed over seventy percent of his passes. Uh, if you look at PFF, it was his best passing grade of the year. As I mentioned, the Colts games they turn they could turn into shootouts. They're like pace up spots where, since they play so fast. The other team tends to get more plays and and it's goodness for our DFS. Uh, he's cheap and uh, you know the Colts pass defense is definitely vulnerable. They're I believe they're allowing they're, they rank 29th in fantasy points allowed to quarterbacks. So let's save some money. Let's go Bryce Young. Now this one this next pick's going to be ugly. I mean it's going to be a pairing with Bryce Young. Hold your nose on this one. DJ Chark. Ooh. So he's really cheap. And he's the deep threat in this Carolina offense. I know he's questionable. He missed practice today. Hopefully he plays. Uh, but his average depth of target is 14. Maybe he could get loose in the secondary. He's only 3,700. We just saw Rashid Shahid uh, get loose downfield against these Colts. So let's take a shot and save and with a pump play in Chark rather than Thielen, who's like over 7,000. I know he's been good. It's full PPR. He, he works well there. But like it seems a little hefty for him. I, it, it is. It, it, we've gotten to the point that Adam Thielen is actually unaffordable. Like I, I he can go out yeah. and roll twenty now, and you're like, I don't know if that was well worth it for seven K. So I, I like it. I like it. All right, Tone, over to you. Man, it's getting slim, man. It's getting slim. Who, who, who do I want here, man? That's like the, uh, I, you know, everybody keeps taking my damn guys, man. So now I gotta, I gotta figure out who I want, where I want. Man, you guys are killing me. Um. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna keep this simple, man. I'm just gonna go with all reliable. I, I, give me Mike Evans, um, seventy three hundred. I'll take him. Uh, again, all the guy does is catch balls, double digit average, catches touchdowns. I like this game. Uh, I know a lot of people aren't gonna are gonna sour on it a little bit because Houston can hold teams to a, a pretty decent number, but I think this will be one of those uh, very uh, interesting shootouts that I like. So give me Mike Evans. All right, yeah, good. You know, I know Mike Evans could use the quarterback, but he's always open. That's one thing. Um, man, I don't know what I want to do here. Uh, I'm I'm torn. Whatever you do, just don't take my last two picks, and we're cool. Yeah, take yeah, a quarterback. What? You definitely need a quarterback right now. I know I do, and and I, you know, I think I'm gonna do it. It's just I don't have a lot of value in another spot. That's what um. But it's worth it. Let me go CJ Stroud. Let me pair him up with, with uh, Nico. I could wait and not take a quarterback here, let you go your two, but I got to think about my next one. So I'll go CJ Stroud. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised. I don't really, I could have gone this way, but once I took the Giants defense, I'm not going to go Josh Jacobs. I think he can also be in a nice spot, nice price tag. But give me Michael Pittman Jr. at 6,600. Uh, kind of, you know, working with Frank here. I think this game could be one of the games that kind of shows up. And then give me Zay Flowers. The volume's still there for this kid. Um, Odell is pissed off on the sidelines. He's 5,700. He's not doing much with these targets, but all it takes is one for this guy to break loose. It's a good matchup against Seattle. They're, they've been in shootout potential. Geno Smith kind of keeps them in games. They got some injuries. So as long as the weather's good on the East Coast here, 
uh, Zay Flowers, good floor, and he still has that ceiling. We haven't we haven't seen the ceiling game out of him for you know a couple weeks here, but I think it's coming back. Hopefully this game. All right, yeah, I like it. Listen, in a perfect world, and, and Frank said it too earlier. You know, he goes, you know, with Kamara over Bijan. In a perfect world, I'm, I'm sitting here taking Barkley right now with my remaining eight thousand, but I don't have that shot. So, yeah, you mentioned it. Um, I'm gonna go and stay in this one game. Bad run defense, bad defense overall. Give me Josh Jacobs. I, oh, there you go. I helped you out, huh? Uh, yeah, the reason why you win this week is Josh Jacobs. Uh, I get I, half the winning. <laughs> And I left a thousand on the table, which is not what I wanted to do. But again, it's just the way this kind of like worked out. And yeah, I'm I'm all right. Could have gone Thielen or Nakua no, there. No, I just made spot. fun of Thielen. <laughs> all right, Tony. Mm, man, where do I want to go here? Uh, you know, the inevitable defense. Um, you know what? I, I again, I'm just going to go with guys that that I like, and just give me the Colts. Um, I like Indianapolis against a, a young quarterback. Uh, they got a really good defense, and they 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 usually ball out. So uh, hopefully, I get a pick six out of this game, and um, and I, and I ride it to the horses. So give me them for thirty one hundred. All right. So you know, I got to contradict myself right here. I got a, I got a lot of money left on the table. Looking at what's remaining. He makes too much Adam sense Thielen. not to take him. It's got to be Adam Thielen. Yeah. Just because if Bryce Young, you know, uh, has a spike week as a pocket passer, there's a good chance uh, Thielen will be eating. And even though it might not be the best value at his cost, over 7000 it makes too much sense with this build that I have here. And, uh, you know, hope I, I. it's nice having that stack in that 4 o'clock game where if things – we can look at how we did in the 1 p.m. results, maybe make a late swap. But, uh, yeah, I could see this this Panthers-Colts game uh, going over and have it being a sneaky shootout. Maybe Bryce Young builds off last week, and uh, hopefully, you know, DJ Chark gets loose downfield. But, yeah, I like the way this one's looking. Yeah, I, I like that pick. And for you, obviously, um, that Indianapolis game, you got a little run back with downs too. So, yeah, good, good little game stack there. And as we always do as we close out, the draft cast. There are a couple questions here that I want to get to before we go. Um, first off, Tony, over to you. Am I stacking the Bucks? No. Um, uh, the, the two teams that I wanted to stack, I kind of, I, I had to get creative because every this is listen. This is a, in my opinion, it's not a great looking slate. So uh, especially from the running back perspective. So if you don't get those couple guys up top, it's you know hit or miss. So I kind of kind of piece it together and. Um, I'm a big PPP guy, positive point production. So if I can get guys that will give me that aren't touchdown dependent, um, that's what I'm going to do. So I, it kind of just worked out that way, but I wasn't, I wasn't looking to stack the box. Interesting. And, and, and yeah, I, I hear you on that one, Frank. I mean, people are talking about you drafted two Carolina receivers. Was Mingo anywhere in your, your radar when you were talking about DJ Chark? Yeah, Mingo makes a lot of sense, but I just decided to go with Chark just because what we saw with the Colts' defense, that kind of getting burned by that speedy uh, type like Rashid Shahid and DJ Chark as their deep threat for Carolina and such a cheap price at 3.7 made sense. Now, if I was building this and, you know, there wasn't a draft, I would prefer Jonathan Taylor as the run back because that Carolina run defense is just atrocious. Uh, I saw in the chat that Zach Moss is intriguing too. 
I agree, but I just feel like it's got to happen at some point where there's not as much of a split as we've seen. Yep. Uh, eventually, it's going to be you know predominantly Taylor. So I'd rather take a shot that it's this week than than wait for it to happen when everyone will jump on the Taylor train and get ahead of it by taking it when it's still like you know up in the air. But you know Josh Downs, especially in full PPR with his uh, skill set uh, as Minshew's you know target underneath passing game he he can really uh perform well especially at a more reasonable uh, salary than michael Pittman. although i do like Pittman also i just decided to save some money that's why i went downs i like it so jay the king checks in your boy our favorite <laughs> tell, tell, tell me finish in last place like, i'm not sure. gonna we'll bring back that scoreboard from a couple weeks back but yeah Look, Seahawks defense is good. There's not too many good games on the slate, though, so it's not like a sexy slate. And I don't really know how Philly and Dallas break down. Like, they could be a shootout. It can be defense. It can be Jalen, maybe someone hurt. It could be Dak struggling. There's a lot of different outcomes. I can see this game finishing 30 to 28, and I can see this game finishing, like, 16 to 12 somehow, like, randomly. So um, not too many good games. You know, we're doing a four-man snake draft here. There's not too many people on the board. To get different on this slate, you really have to feel uncomfortable. And, you know, stacking some Washington and New England Patriots made me uncomfortable. So I, I went that direction. But Kamara, the Saints look good. Any of these Saints, I would take Olave, Shahid, Kamara, Michael Thomas, if he plays, they all look pretty good. Um, so I like that side of things. Um, outside of that, you know, Dallas, you're going to want to get pieces. You know, Lamb and A.J. Brown are going to be popular. Uh, Tyreek's off the slate. Mahomes off the slate. So there might be some ownership on, on Cooper Cup and, and Puka. But outside of that, I think you pay off running backs here. You get Saquon and you get um, Kamara here. But that's what everybody else is going to do, too. They're going to be super popular, I would assume, unless some new value pops up. I'm seeing some ownership. Uh, early on Chubba Hubbard and Rashad White. Um, Josh Jacobs will get some, but it looks like we're all we're all in the same players here. So outside of our like four teams that we built, you're gonna have to feel really uncomfortable with the rest of your players this week because you know of the situation this weekend. Yeah, so I got a question here, and I'll do this being the uh Packers whisperer I am. Watson breakout week, Christian Watson coming in from Edward Gill. I want to say yes. Look, he had eight targets last week, but only got three catches. Here's the problem. Jordan Love stinks. I was wrong. Thank that. you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he stinks. Um, he's, he's a shell. Now, I still think there might be some potential in him, but he is totally regressed and he's shell-shocked back there. And, a lot, and that happens a lot of times to, to younger quarterbacks. I don't think they're going to give up on him. I still think he has the arm talent. It's just got to get the mind working. Um, so it's a big – risk i think right now with what's going on in that quarterback's head um to take any green bay receiver we had another question about Jaden reed and 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 same thing there i and they don't have a running game that's the other problem going on in green bay right now Aaron yeah, Jones, yeah lost um aj dylan you know lost um i've really more disappointed probably in the coaching staff in this one uh not being able to be prepared to make something out of this pretty well you know they were a top 10 offensive line too so um I wouldn't play a Packers receiver this week. Now, again, GPPs, you're always willing to play a low ownership guy. But, yeah, I'm I'm off him. Um, yeah, I think that's a lot of the questions that went on here this week. The only things we have going out of here is, you know, we talked about quarterbacks earlier. Jay hit on a lot of them there too as well. 
But it seems like this week it's also a running back week where you pay up or pay down. Tony, do you have anything you know else that we haven't hit on with running backs? No, man, it's 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 Kamara and trash. Um, <laughs> but now, nah, I mean, you, you listen honestly. I mean, look, I, I, I like. I'm not. I'm not going to take a Saquon. No disrespect to Frank. I just I, I don't trust them. I don't trust that yeah. team. I don't care who they play. Um, that that team is lost right now. I don't like to do that. No. Um, Dave, you, you mentioned watch, it. Did you What's watch up? them in overtime? Did you like? They they did they never threw the ball once. No, like, so I, 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 I don't know what what Dable's doing. I have no yeah. idea. Like I, I I don't know. So I I look at that as a big tell. I love Jonathan Taylor. I think that you're starting to finally see him. Um, listen, are you going to ride Gus Edwards? Like, all right, do, do you think like everybody could jump on the Gus bus and then all of a sudden, and all of a sudden you see Justice Hill running into the end zone? Like, yeah, you just you never know what's going to go on, right? So I think it's a tough slate. When it comes to running backs, but I think they real phase. You mentioned it with Green Bay. I, I, I just what is wrong with Aaron Jones? Like I, I, I don't know what's going on. You know, with that team, it, it's just it, it's really crazy because he's a very talented player, man. It looked like, good when he got him the ball earlier this season. Like just dump the ball off to him. If you don't want to hand yeah. it, just dump the ball off to him. It opens up so much. I'm I want to play him each week. I know, but I'm scared not to play him. I'm scared either way. Play him, don't play him. I didn't play him last week, luckily, but he's he's got the most talent on the team. The kid's struggling back there. I think he's definitely in play. Just a note: season-long teams, my my running backs are being carried by Darrell Henderson and Gus Edwards. So <laughs> they're they're getting me victories. I'm happy. Let them run out there, get their two touchdowns. But I've been working that waiver wire. To, I, I started Derek Carr last week. I had to make some moves to kind of just carry on because so many injuries and these buys and, you know, it's tough, man. It's really yeah, tough. Aaron, Aaron Jones has been so frustrating, especially season long, because he's had these smash matchups like the Broncos earlier in the year. And you think like, okay, he's suiting up. You got to assume that he'll get, you know, at least close to his then, usual role. But it's been like limited all the time. Like just sit him if he's and wait until he's hundred percent. But, uh, yeah, he's killed our fantasy teams for sure. He has. He hasn't got more than nine carries in one game. Frank, one area that I almost pounced on, but I I, I left off the board was Cleveland's running game going against Arizona, thirtieth ranked. I used Cream Hunt last week. I still think he's the better option. But Jerome Ford played after a high ankle sprain, like blew our minds. Like that yeah, he that actually came nice. back. Would you play either of them? And if you would, which one would you favor? Hmm, that's a good question. Uh, the reason today why I didn't really look at that because it seemed like we need a little more clarity. I want to see more of the practices uh, as we get closer to Sunday. Uh, you know, I'm looking at the prices here. Got Cream Hunt at 5,500, Jerome Ford 5,300. You know what? I'd probably go with Hunt just because, like you said, we were shocked to see Jerome Ford come back. You can't imagine that he's 100%. You got to think that his role will once again be somewhat limited. So Kareem Hunt feels safer to me. But as you mentioned, it's a good matchup against Arizona. They're, you know, eight-point favorites. Sets up as a nice game script. So I could see it, you know, Hunt falls in the end zone. And, uh, Dave, just off. to that point, to that point, Dave, nobody was more surprised than me who hammered Kareem Hunt propped on Wednesday just to yeah. find out Jerome Ford looks like yeah. a miracle worker. He's, like, doing <laughs> – he looks like he, – he looked better than Kareem Hunt. On a high ankle sprain, like wow, I just lost all my props here. Jerome Ford's coming in, but luckily he got over the fifty-two and a half or whatever it was that he by needed. Three I, got, I, 
I got lucky. Yeah, I got a little lucky <laughs> there. I was like, oh, it's definitely, I had a lot of money. It was one of my bigger bets all week. So I'm like, that sucked. Well, luck nice. came through. We got one question here, Tony. I'll take it first, and you let me know if you agree. Um, Swift's been the man, and I do think he's I, – I think he's in play this week. And the reason I say that is I go back to Arizona and Dallas, and Arizona slammed it down Dallas. I mean, they were just – it's James Conner. It was Dobbs. It was whoever they wanted. They ran for over 200 yards in that game. I know Dallas has tightened it up a little bit, but I think it could be one of those smash mouth games from Philadelphia this week. I think Swift's in play. He scares me, man. Um, I'll be honest with you. And and the only reason why I say that is because, yeah, he had those three big games in week four, five, and six. But if you take away the touchdown in last week, he becomes a one-dimensional back with only three targets. And you're talking nine to ten points, which isn't going to get it done for 6,600. And you have a quarterback with a pay of wheel. So, you know, do they keep him in, you know, to pass block a little more, to chip block on Micah Parsons? Do they, you know, I'm curious to see what they're going to do with this Jalen Hurts situation because, you know, he stuck around for an hour or two after the game for extra treatment on the knee. Dave, you said uncharacteristic, walks away when they talk. He's frustrated. He's frustrated. So, um, you know, I I think this go either way. Me personally, I play it safe this week. I think that's too much of a price to pay up. Good. For him with some really good value down below. So um that's the only thing that scares you about him. Six targets isn't going to do it enough for me. Uh, for I got it. I got an interesting. You talked about Hertz's knee. Maybe with him running less, uh, you know, instead of taking off and running, he could check it down to Swift. Maybe, you know, com- your competition is looking more to AJ Brown because he's been on fire. Maybe Swift gets a little less ownership. I could see the appeal with uh riding with him here, but yeah. To your point, there is definite risk, especially in the red zone when they just do the tush push a lot with Jalen uh, Hurts. <laughs> Everybody's do we, doing that. Or Kenny Gainwell steals one, like it's it gets annoying. Oh, they give so, it to yeah. whoever. They really Dave, Scott. Yo. Dave, let me ask you a question. Do you think we see another fake tush push? Because that actually worked perfect the other yeah. day. I don't know how yeah. meaningful it was in that spot, but that if you have that to back up the tush push, like it's almost like now you're at like 99% you know, uh, hitting your first down because everybody's trying to line up on, on Jalen there. When they're yeah, I mean, Washington, Washington did an interesting thing at the goal line and, and really tried to kind of attack the snap, and, and it did um, result in a fumble. So, yeah, I, I definitely see them mixing it up. So it, it could happen again. But, Jay, I, I got to say, um, we'll just put this out there. Sleeper of the week from your boy, Scott. Are you in on – is he on your cheat sheet? I don't even know what team this guy's on. He's on the Falcons. If he's on the Falcons, no thank you. I know they get rid of Ritter and deciding Heineken and stuff like that. No, no Van Jefferson for me, man. No? Sorry, Scott. No, why? You're, you're on this guy? Well, here's the reason I might be, and Frank might double up on this. They're going to throw the ball with Heineken. Like, I just think – Are they, they really? Why, why, why do you assume so? Well, because he can and Ritter can't. Like, I just think, you know, when Heineke's been able to come in, he's averaged over 200 yards a game as the starting NFL QB. Yeah, that, was, that, from was from, that was from Washington, though. We've seen Mariota not throw the ball. We've seen Ritter not throw the ball. Heineke is the same mix of those two guys. Uh, I, I, yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I I don't think, think they just load up, but it's not a bad play, 3,600. You know, some other guys there. I just don't – I don't really trust it. I think they're a run-first team. They have three running backs. They're going to use these guys. They got two tight ends. They ran a throw the ball with the tight end, then the quarterback. It's just a system that's broken overall, man. What's your thought, Frank? 
Yeah, so for me, I, I was happy to see Tyler Taylor Heineke in as starter because as someone who has Drake London and Kyle Pitts on some fantasy teams, you know, I, I think they will pass it a little more with Heineke. He just feels like a more dependable quarterback than Desmond Ritter. Not like he's like that good, but it just has me a little hopeful. As for Van Jefferson, I feel like the only way for me to be in on him as a value is if Drake London misses this game. And there, you know, it opens up maybe more opportunities for Jefferson. But I'd prefer to just pay a little more and go like London or or Pitts, and and maybe they finally start seeing uh, more targets, Pitts especially. Scott, well, make, th- th- make sure you throw your glasses on, Scott. I didn't draft OBJ. I said Zay Flowers, and <laughs> that's no. who I got. That's who I got on my squad. I would not be drafting OBJ, and you're getting a little upset because. I went against your Seahawks here. I know how, <laughs> how how fragile you are when we talk about the Seattle Seahawks, but I'll take some over uh, Zay Flower props against you, uh, Scotty, if you want to get some side bets going. Well, one thing's for sure. We need Scott back on to yell at Jason because that's one of my favorite moments of this show. But with that, let me ask you, Frank, let's take this off the screen and let's get you know a quick talk of where everybody can – you know, find you at and, and see your work. I know you have a big following on Twitter. Yeah, so you can find my uh, fantasy and betting content at the game day. I put weekly fantasy football rankings along with some betting picks. Uh, we also have a fantasy football newsletter that we release a couple times a week. Check us out there. You can follow me on all social platforms at Amarante TFJ. And uh, always answering, you know, lineup questions and things of that nature for fantasy football on Twitter, you can hit the DMs. And uh, guys, thanks for having me on. It was fun. I always love a draft. And uh, especially on an interesting slate like this, we have to get creative. Loved it. Let's oh, go Commanders, bro. Thanks. Let's go Commanders. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, thanks for coming on. And Frank, we enjoyed every second of it. Tone, take us home. Yeah, man. Well, well, listen, two things, right? Final thoughts. You mentioned the whole Taylor Heineke, Desmond Ritter thing. I it just shows you how much of a clueless organization Atlanta is, right? Like, yeah. like, listen, Taylor Heineke is not going to be your starting quarterback moving forward, no. obviously. So why wouldn't he, like, you're not going to win anything this year anyway. So why, why wouldn't he just try to make the Ritter thing where I just, I just don't understand. And sleeper of the week for me, I know uh, Scott's on Van Jefferson. I'm going Cam Akers is my sleeper running back uh, for this week. I, I really like the fact that they got Dobbs. He's more of a mobile-style quarterback, which means you're going to see Akers move around a little more in the backfield, maybe out some screens, out in the flat. He's going to get back to that role that we seen him before he fell out of favor um, in L.A. And I have to say last thing. Uh, I buried my man Frank in the beginning of the year uh, on Twitter, oh. on Sirius. <laughs> Scott, came, hold on, Scott came on and stuck off for him, which I love. I absolutely love um, me and Dave were right in the beginning of the year, but Frank is right now. I will say this. If you follow Frank on Twitter, the dude writes a ton of Twitter threads with some fantastic analytical data. I mean, the dude is just, I, I watched the other days, but he, he gives you the top 10 quarterbacks, top 10 running backs, top 10 receivers. He breaks down by percentages, owner percentages, statistics. Make sure you follow the Frank. Thank you very much. And I can't believe you have a blue Yeti. Because that blue Yeti is the same exact Yeti that Ghost has when we're doing the NBA show. He's a whole Canadian. Must be a Canadian so special. Here, <laughs> it's so funny. 
Uh, <laughs> but nah, it's, uh, for, uh, we really appreciate you coming on. Um, we, we love doing this. Uh, get you back on again for everybody tuning in. Greatly appreciate it. WindowSports.com. Make sure you get, listen, we just dropped the UFC today. We're doing an NBA uh, Daily Double. You got PGA that just dropped yesterday. Uh, make sure you listen to it on podcast or on YouTube before the tournament tomorrow. And then we've got a whole weekend lined up, a content series on Saturday and a live show on Sundays at 11 p.m. For Jigsaw, for Frank, for Jay, the chef, we're going to get on that pretty soon. And, and for the bell ringer, Mr. Clock, this is Wind Daily Sports. Everybody stay safe and stay healthy, and we'll catch you back here next week.